it's the proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Crimson Gears, the Rally Podcast, the Donegal Special, Part 2, Connor, um, on the previous episode we thought we'd got down to the Donegal Rally Fever, um, I think the pace is getting hotter and hotter as we go on. Ah, listen, it absolutely is, and, and now that we've scratched the itch with the modified men, um, what do you call it, yeah, like there, there's some battle to be coming up this weekend. Yeah, that's for sure, that's for sure, and like, we get the opportunity to speak with Kevin Gallagher, Frank Kelly, Declan Gallagher, David Boogie, Gary Kern, and Daniel McKenna, and that is a blast. <laughs> uh, we also get a chance then to chat, catch up with Kevin O'Driscoll, he can into we, we talk a wee bit about the history of the, and, and then the, the tournament championship the kind of where everybody's out there in it and then finally then um for the younger generation a young fella jason mcconnell um he's one of the last cars starting out on friday morning but he is like a TikTok sensation or a social media influencer or you want to call and i just think i found it a very interesting conversation with him i think it's it's something that probably rallying hasn't even tapped into yet but I think it's, it's going to be so big in the future. Um, but anyway, uh, Connor, these modified men, Class 14, Donegal, the two-wheel drive, it's the title that they all want. Uh, they all want that trophy in the mantelpiece. You know, these guys are all fine for it come Friday morning. Listen, they're, they're like, you know, this is as competitive as the, the, the top end. Uh, you know, it really is. Like, there's no messing around. There's no sideways drifting down the road entertaining anymore it this is all about every second or split second counts that's for sure that's for sure i think we've seen calvin a few weeks ago like the the, the rally the two-wheel drive rally to say that by 0.1 of a second you know and like that is they, they can't afford to run wide like a, a spin of the wheel or anything that, you know it's precision driving as you say there's no room for the slides or the you know the leery bit of driving anymore and the, the, the rear wheel drive cars Absolutely. And again, some incredible machinery as well. Like, you know, the the, the spec of these Mark IIs uh, and, and the, the, what do you call it, the Darien as well. It's just incredible, you mm. know, the machinery that's out there. Yeah, and don't forget the startups and the Corollas as well too, you yeah. know. <laughs> well, listen, absolutely. Yeah, like, uh-huh. you know, you, you mentioned the Corolla, like Kevin Eves, he's just incredible, uh, you know, the, the giant killing performances in that. Um, oh, yeah, like, I, yeah, the, the stage times he's been in is unbelievable. And like you know, not to take anything away from now, the rest of the guys there, every bit equally as quick too as well too. But it's really it's going to be a fascinating battle. Um, it'll be interesting to see how high up the you know the overall leaderboard. I think by Sunday evening, I think they're going to be in top top six, maybe eight, maybe seven or eight anyway. I would think by the end of the rally, it's just be interesting just to see how far up they can climb. 
Absolutely, listen, and the weather seems to be keep improving. I think there's maybe ranges for Friday, possibly, but Saturday and Sunday's looking good now, where it's a bit questionable. Again, that'll all play into the hands. And, you know, the drier the stages are, obviously, the, the harder these guys are going to go. Yeah, they'll get the grip down then. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, and the, not only Class 14, Class 13, Class 12, Class 11, you know, every class, there's the, this, the, the level of competition this weekend is going to be, you know, based on. Ah, look, absolutely. As a spectator, it's fantastic. You know, you, you go there and it's a full day's entertainment because you're watching battles at every part, uh, you know, in every class right through the whole field. Uh, and, and you know, again, looking forward to the juniors when they're out as well. So, yeah. you know, it, it's a great entertainment. Yeah, like, uh, you, you know, you have the juniors on, on doing the, the six stages on the Sunday and then the historics join in Saturday morning as well too. So, uh, you know, and like those historic guys every event that you go to now they in fairness they do do a wee bit of sideways as well too so that, you know they're you know they're, they're a bit of yahooing with them but again like it's it's so competitive as well it's like historic rallying from 20 years ago is unrecognizable to what it is now today as well oh yeah look I, I, as much as anybody else you know these guys are out to win mm -hmm. they're not there just for the crack either you know there there is that as you say there's that trophy for the the mantle and it's Donegal and it matters. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. That's for sure. But like you know, behind you know, yes, every second counts on the stages. But the banter, like these guys have, like you know, what can we say? Like we'll let you hear now. Like, you know, Kevin Gallagher, you know, Frank Kelly, Declan Gallagher, David Bogie, Gary Kieran, and Daniel McKenna. Like we were in stitches before and after we were recording this. Like and during it as well too. We should say. Uh, but anyway, over to them. <laughs> Kevin Gallagher, like. You won the modified in Donegal last year, or two wheel drive now, I suppose it's called not National Rally anymore. Um, you're starting first modified on the road. Does that bring its own pressures? I suppose it does a bit. Um, no, look, we're, we're looking forward to it now. Definitely in new stages and Friday should be a bit of a, a mix up. But um, uh, a wee bit of pressure, I suppose, when you're starting from the front. You can uh, Everybody's chasing you, I suppose, put it that way. But no, we're, we're happy enough. Yeah. And the you know, like Donegal is the one that everybody wants to finally get that one last year. Was it a big relief? Was it a was it a joy or was it a mixture of both? Really? Oh, look, I was I was happy to want it last year now because we'd been uh, close for a few years, and uh, like it's a it's a it's a big event to finish. Never mind get away clean for the whole rally, pretty much. And uh, you know, apart from a wee bit of bother with the clutch, I suppose, on the Sunday last year, but. Uh, no, it's, it's nice to get get around and clean and get a, get a good result. Like. Yeah. And, like, you know, Daniel McKenna, like, you've won the, the rally as well, you know, a few years ago. Like, you know what it means to Donegal. Like, it's probably one of the, the highlights of the year for yourself now that you're a Donegal man now. Uh, good to get yourself back into Donegal frame of mind again? Yeah, yeah, sure. Look, it's the, it's the duel in the Irish Motorsport Crown. Um, only three-day event as well, so it's like more like a marathon event, but... Um, yeah, look, really looking forward to get, going back to the event again. Like, you know, it's a privilege to be able to get going to Donegal in the first place, you know, with sponsors of the back and stuff. It's a big cost, but uh, the publicity you get out of the event, I think it's well worthwhile. And um, yeah, it looks like the club is putting a big effort in this year now with the new stages and stuff. So looking looking forward to the new format. For sure, that is for sure. And David, uh, you've built a new mark too for the, and the, you've always stated that, you know, that Donegal is the one rally that you look forward to every year. Uh, the new stage is now, provides a new challenge for everybody this year and it's, it's a clean sheet of paper going into Friday morning. 
Yeah, it does, to be fair. I think it'll suit me, you know, going into the Friday with new stages that, that nobody really knows. So, yeah, hey, looking forward to it. I think uh, historically I've always been quite a slow starter in Donegal. So hopefully this time we can get off on the right foot and get a good run on the Friday. And, and, like, and then Declan Gallagher. Declan, you know, I suppose you haven't done much rallying from Donegal last year. Like, you've done at least there last weekend. Was it... Was that kind of to get the rust knocked off and do you feel you're in a good place now heading into next weekend? I suppose uh, <clears throat> to get the rust knocked, knocked off, like you say. But, uh, I, you always need to run out there, even, you know, probably need a couple, need a couple of runs out before the go, you know, but uh, I look at it, you know, it's, it's a big challenge ahead, new stages on Friday this year and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think a lot of them boys are on a big pace there now, you know, and, and uh, you know, uh, it's it's uh, going to be top going there, Jeremy, for three days. That's for sure, that is for sure. And like, Gary Kern, like, you know, you want to the dark side and, and Calvin, you want out in the, the R5 car. Um, you know, I heard you saying before the start, you would love to get back into your escort and Calvin. Like, is there a com- any comparison except, you know, the steering wheel? Is, is, is it comparable at all, the escort to the R5? No, I wouldn't say so. Total different driving style, everything different. All right, your notes can be the same, similar, just different speeds for different corners and slow up faster on short distances and stuff. Bumps are nothing to them. But the adrenaline rush and the balls you get to them out here when you have a good stage on the limit, it's hard bet. It'll not be bet. Mm -hmm. And like Frank, uh, yourself, you know, like a wise man once told me there was two types of rally drivers. Those who drove a 2.5 and those who wanted to drive a, like a 2.5. And like that's again, we know we've all you saw on here tonight, all your 2.5 men. Like, is there something special about that car, you know, that a 2.5 going to an event like Donegal? Oh, there is surely. It's uh, like one of the lads there is privileged to get doing Donegal and then a 2.5. is was it uh, Mark Dolphin used to say is uh, uh, Millington or a 2.5 is like swimming with a shark it just wants to kill you all the time <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is a, it's a marathon event it's it's tough to get through them three days without making a mistake or doing something wrong um, having said that in recent years it's become every day is a sprint on its own you know you used to be able to try and use Friday to bed yourself in and then bump it up on Saturday and then go mental on Sunday but now you just need to be mental from the word get-go, and I can't really do that for three days without hitting something. So uh, it's about trying to get a happy medium. I thought, I thought last year, actually, was probably my best on all ever. Uh, three days without making a mistake or hitting anything or and kept a good pace the whole three days. But uh, it goes just goes to show you, like, we were, I think, eighth in the election, or seventh or eighth at the end of it, and uh, there was very little dropouts. You know, the, the, the level of car now, the level of 2.5 uh, and hard-hitting two-litres out there, they're all prepared to a very high level. So you can't expect the tradition, uh, you know, the attrition that you used to get over the years. There's a lot of guys is going to be, you know, there's a dozen men could win uh, two-wheel drive. And I would say by the end of it, 10 of them will probably still be there. Yeah. So it's, it's hell for leather for three days. Yeah, like there is, there is no bed, and then there is, you know, like as you say, like you were always notoriously, like you always said yourself, like Friday was your day to kind of get up to the pace. Like you just can't do that now. Like we've seen Calvin there, yeah. Uh, like, uh, like, uh, like a wheel spin coming out of a corner decides the rally. Like it's, it's got to that level. I should really start Donegal on Thursday and get <laughs> that out of the way. 
by Friday we might be sort of half in the top ten. But uh, it's one of them things. And then you know the new stages. I really prefer the word new stages because uh, if you could have half a notion of what they like, it would give you an idea. You don't give you a chance, but. Ah, listen, I suppose it is what it is. It'll be interesting to see. And it's still nice to get doing the the, the Nogales and Fanad and Glenn and all them things on Saturday and Sunday. And that's the incentive to get there, to get doing them things. That's for sure. That is for sure. And like, Daniel, um, for yourself, like, you know, this, the, you, you know you're know, you living outside Donegal Town now. You're seeing what, you know, this is going to bring to this area. Like, there's a great buzz already starting to build down around South Donegal here. It's a great excitement, you know, for the rally coming down here. Yeah, there's an awful lot of talk about it down around here. Um, I work in Abbots here in the town, and the service area is going to be outside the door. And um, yeah, everyone you're chatting in, in work like is, is is on about it. I think there's a like I said last year, there's no no more annual leaves to be taken because uh, people don't have to go travelling right up to the north of the country now. Like a lot of people are saying, no, it's going down past my house or it's going up past my uncle's farm or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a long time since I was there in this country. I think it was 1982 <coughs> when I was from Bundoran. So. Yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. Like, I know Frank likes the familiarity, but I think it's no harm to get a bit of a change, you know. And it's handier for spectators coming up from the south as well. I, I don't know what's going to be now going up through Bally Buffet on Friday evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And get a helicopter or something. Maybe, maybe David can help us out. And like, David, like, you know, you mentioned, you know, like the, the new stages is probably good for you, but you, know, you still want to do your classic stages as well, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's what brings me back to Donegal year after year. So the Mokalas, the Glens, the Fanids, Atlantic Drive and so on. Yeah, that's, uh, there's some stages. Yeah. And the, your new car, like, yeah, it's been a troublesome start, but do you feel that you're getting there with the, the issues around it? Yeah, I think so. I think the car out of the box is, has <clears> been pretty good, to be fair. And um, there is obviously more development work set up work to do, but no, we're pretty, we're pretty happy going into Donegal. Um, the recent events, the Tour of the Sperrins and the Jim Clark, it was it was drive shaft failure in both events. So it was just due to not getting the drive shafts that were required in time. So drive shafts are here, they've, they've landed. And um, yeah, we're ready for, for starting Friday. Excellent, excellent. And like Kevin, uh, like, you know, you not only have to prepare yourself for, for Donegal and all that entails, you're, you know, you're also building engines for other guys. Busy time of the year for yourself. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're we're kind of getting well wrapped up with the the days between going recce and now we'll probably recce Sunday and Wednesday. So there's only really tomorrow and Monday and Tuesday left to get any work done. So it's uh, under pressure, all right. But it's always the same. Like you know, it's coming and the two to three weeks up to Donegal is always kind of mental busy. Yeah, and like you know, like at the new stages when you go to recce them, do you have to spend more time on them than you would on your your, your more familiar stages? Probably not so much, really. Um, just I suppose you you have your notes from before for the other stages, and you, you can kind of get your get them right quicker. But like I, I wouldn't find myself getting any benefit out of doing more than two or three runs over a stage anyway. So uh, no, they'll be they'll be fine. Like I'll be happy enough with the how do we watch at them in the DVD there actually last night, and the, they're different to the probably the stages in the rest of the weekend. But um, but I think they'll be a good change. Yeah, sure. And Declan, like, it would be, you know, this area too. Like you're, you know, you're not far away from this area yourself. Great to see the event come down here as well. Uh, yeah, like see, it's a good change. I think you know, yeah. But uh, like, I suppose I would run stages in that terrain. Maybe going back to the harvest in 2012, you know, and and 
that time it was it was a wet day, like the, you know, but the stages were good. They were they were really good driving stages, you know. Um, but uh, no, it's good to see. I think it's a good change in fairness, and and uh, it's good to see it coming over this part of the world. To be honest, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And Gary, like for yourself, like you know, the the two point five. It's you know, it's the class. As I said earlier, you know, it's every man either has one or wants one. You know, like you have been a strong supporter now over the last few years. Like the competition's getting intense and uh, getting more intense nearly every event. Yeah, there seems to be more boys coming up the ladder and getting the swing of the cars. Uh, the more competition, the better. It it brings everyone on. So if, if someone a step steps up their pace, like the likes of Kevin, well, Kevin and Bedarian, but like the likes of Kevin Eves, who's having a strong run, and Daniel knows he just he pipped you on the last stage. He's not bet till it's it's over. So he's on a good pace there at the minute. But he brings that sort of level brings everyone up. It's not just one person stands out. Everyone has to improve and try and get their car better to go faster. So that's why I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I like Daniel, Daniel, you know, yeah, commiserations on Calvin, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know. Sorry about that, Daniel. <laughs> I'm one guy, thanks. I'm going to avoid that. It's probably in some ways, if somebody told give you that at the start of the day, you would have took it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like we, we hadn't finished an event this year that thus far. Like so, um, you know, we were going in, we didn't really what to expect, and I hadn't much seat time as I was telling you beforehand because yeah. events were cut short for us. But um, and like uh, you know, Kevin and Mark and the guys are they're in a serious pace, like um, in the national events and among others. And if you look at Richard Mofford, Richard Mofford, uh, we we had a good time in the second stage, and Rich took twelve seconds out of us, you know. Uh, I think he was a bit hot and bothered with the seeding, but um, you know, it just shows what he can do when he gets his mind in the game. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's nice to be on the pace. We 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 had a good rally, like, but it was really preparation for Donegal, you know, just to make sure the car's right and stuff. But um yeah, unfortunately I just relaxed a wee bit too much in the last stage. <laughs> I'm blaming Karen and Karen decided to change the weed in front of me and he 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 was put up too much dust, I couldn't see where it was going. This <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I didn't care entirely you just let on there's a flat wheel. How many Eves have got a pack going on you reckon? Or Eves, it's meant to say Eves, meant to say, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um but like Declan, you know, like you haven't done much earlier this year, but like t- you know, you see the pace these guys is at and like it is it's relentless. Like it's from stage one to like stage nine in the national rally in Donegal will be from stage one to you know right to the better end. Like there's there's no margin for error out there now at all. Oh, definitely not. Like you know, when you see the how tight it goes there, Gavin between um, Gavin and, and Daniel there. You know, it, it's uh, it's only run wide in one corner. That's that's the difference. Like you know, and it's it's, uh, it's they seem to be hammer hammer and toes from the word goal just to to to, to the very end. Like but it's. Them boys are in a brave pace, like in you know, not be too easy to match that. Thing. I don't think you'll be far away. <laughs> I hear this. I've heard the match. Probably clean us in the first one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Thing. No, we'll see. <laughs> and like David, is that what keeps bringing you back to Ireland? You know, to do these events, like the close competition, but also the crack that you boys have amongst each other there as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, it's Irish rallying and, and modified rallying, you know, especially. I just love it in modifieds. You know, I've obviously done a lot of years and 
World Rally cars, Group N cars, R5 cars, you know, so it's it's good to come back and do more more in the modified, you know, and I think as Gary said earlier, you know, when somebody's going quick at the front, it just brings everyone on and um, the pace now, it's, yeah, it's class. Yeah, and like, Kevin, Ian, you know, like you seen where you had to be in Donegal last year, at the you know, to keep ahead of these guys, and like, the pace hasn't slackened since last year, like you've done a couple of events now in the lead up, is it hard to get back onto that pace again or do you feel confident enough going into the rally now? We had a couple of decent enough events there now in the lead up to it, um, but look, at the same time, you don't know till you get to the end of the stage how you're going really, like, you know, or, you know, or to the end of the day, like, uh, you know, that many guys in there, it's just hard to watch, uh, like, I think now Kevin Eves could be one to watch on the Friday, like, you know, because um, they're probably fairly local to him and he's on a great pace, like, um, but look, there are probably eight or ten guys there. Yeah. Like, you know, that's the great thing, like, car, you know, you've been running first modified on the road, or the guy running, you know, 12th or 15th on the road could, you know, bring in a time that just could blow everybody out of the weeds. Uh, that's it, look, there, there is at least 10 or 12 guys on their day, there could be, you know, uh, fighting for the lead, like, so you can't discount anybody at all, like, and uh, it, it's a, just a series long event to get through, and especially with the the weather that's been around, like if it's going to be hot like that, uh, it's going to be a lot harder on the cars as well. Yeah, like uh, Frank, like, does like, does the weather conditions play into the, the event as well? Like you know, it's obviously going to be hotter in the car, but does that have an effect on the mechanical components of the car as well? It does indeed. You can feel uh, you can feel the grip level and the the, the abuse the transmission gets, the gearbox, the prop shaft, the back axle, the half shafts. That's why. All these boys, all their cars refreshed, same as mine. I just finished the gearbox in mine. And from the flywheel back, you do everything. You you know, I say to lads, you, you build the car fresh at the beginning of the year and you build her fresh for Donegal. <laughs> you know, it gets everything because it's if it's dry, it's it's gonna be seriously sore and everything. And it's it's remembering, Gary, you're not an R5 and getting the foot off the throttle when you're hitting the ground again. <laughs> and that's that's where I fell down a few times where you get that carried away, the whole thing, the head, first the headlight, and you're getting light over bumps and stuff. The next thing, there's a snap, and the diff tries to go out through the back of the axle or something, but uh, try, and, try and ease that back and not be on the throttle when you're hitting the ground again. <laughs> I, I, I think it was Chris Melly I was talking to him, Kevin, and he says like, not only going up the box, but nearly coming down the box is sore on you know all the components of the car because it's all trying to stow everything down. You know, it's going, it's going against this initial reaction, just kind of thing. Depends how ignorant a hero you are, really. <laughs> and I would be fairly well up in that ignorant heroism. Uh, yeah, when you, on a warm day, when grip levels are like that and you're maybe starting to run a bit low on brakes and stuff, the gearbox, the sequential is handy to start trailing the back or up down the road. <laughs> but no, that's sore and everything. But and, and I think sometimes if you don't know the mechanics, of the car it's a help to you because you don't realize how sore you're being and everything uh i do tend to sometimes realize right you're going to break this frank if you keep doing this so just just you know calm it down a wee bit mm -hmm. but uh, uh, like my, my good mate adrian hannington doesn't know what's connected to what <laughs> and doesn't give one shit <laughs> and you know in years gone past in forest rally and you knew the stage that adrian was going to take time out of you because he never left it if he got through that stage he would take time out of you and fair play Sometimes I wish I didn't know. Yeah, and like, uh, Kevin, does, does that play in the back of your head that you know 
you know how that you know the stress that engine's under you know like and you know what went into building it so are you kind of at the same time working with your your engineer's head on as well as the driver's head the the end of the day they're they're bold to take it and they should be fit to take it so look you don't really once the helmet's on and you're gone you don't really think about that Mm -hmm. Uh, you're just trying to take the most of everything that you can like without you know but still get it to the end like for sure for sure and gary you know like (laughs) i don't know how to put this most politely (laughs) would you fall into the same category as frank would you kind of go (laughs) yeah well that's one yeah (laughs) or would you be mechanically Depends on the humour or where you are. If you're in a race and it's a tight bath, you can say, fuck it, drive it on. It should be fit for purpose, like mm-hmm. every mechanic bath. But then if you have a bit of a gap and you're leading or something, you'd sit back and mind the car. It depends on the situation. Most of the time, it's fuck it, let, let it on and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I like I suppose, I suppose it's very wise sitting here and saying, uh, you know, I'll be play the, the synthetic car, but Daniel, I suppose, and the, the battle's on, it's all that was out the wonder. Yeah, it's like what Frank was saying. It used to be like, and David remember too, going back, and, and all the lads would, you could nearly bed yourself in on Friday because, you know, it's a, it's a long race. But uh, the way it's going now, it's just every man's fighting for every, literally every tenth of a second, like on every stage. It's, I'd say it's going to be no different. I think it's probably going to be, everyone's going to go as hard as they can right from the off and then just hope the car holds together and you're there at the end. Um <laughs> You know, that's I can't see these modified cars getting through three days at the pace that they're at. So something has to give, like, and then you're just hoping that you're going to be the one there at the end to just try and bring it home. That's the way, that's the way I think it's going to go. Anyway. So there's no crack in driving, driving around for look for a finish, anyways. You know, you want to go flat. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, uh, Declan flat out all the way then. Ah, it's going to have to be, you'd say, you know, none of the rest of the boys are going to uh, be backing off anyway, I think so. <laughs> it'll have to be flat out from the word go and, and uh, as, as Daniel said I suppose uh, whoever makes it to the end it'll be the it'll be the, the decider then just for sure and like, David you've heard them saying that like if you drive in kind of sort of half sensibly you, you could still be there on Sunday and pick up the <laughs> <laughs> but there'd be no fun that would there no no absolutely not absolutely not so yeah, I think as uh, Daniel was saying earlier, you know, it wasn't that long ago before you could bed yourself in, whereas now it's just, you know, the complete opposite. It's as hard as you can go from the first corner and the first stage. So, yeah, I suppose that's what we'll need to do again this year anyway, yeah. yeah for sure. And Connor, you want to jump in there? Yeah, I, I suppose, not not to be controversial, but, you know, many years <laughs> ago, the, the rear wheel drive was the entertainment value, the sideways, the drifting. But it's so competitive now at the sharp end, do you still, you know, as, as drivers of rear-wheel drive cars, do you still get that entertainment value or is it more about the competition now than, than you know, entertaining the spectators? I just go out to entertain me and whatever the fuck else happens, I don't give a shit. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's genuinely the way I look at it is I go out to have fun and the time at the end of the stage is grand, but if I haven't enjoyed it, you know, recent rally, as you know, I went home at, after three stages because I wasn't enjoying it, so I go to enjoy it, have fun. That's what it's all about. Um, David, for you, you know, again, that that, you know, you're you're there to compete. You're there to to you know get the best result possible. But is there a part of you is like, okay, there's a group of spectators up here. There's a nice junction. I'll maybe give it a bit of extra welly. 
Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a bit of that. You know, if you see a Scotland flag, you always rev at that bit more before pulling another gear. So, uh, yeah, hey, it's all about enjoyment at the end of the day. But at the same time, you know, if you're not competitive, then you don't enjoy it so much. So, yeah, it's uh, we've got to be on a good pace. And Gary, you, you talked earlier about the difference, you know, the, the, the R5s and the Mark IIs, but, you, you know, again, when you get, haven't driven the R5 and cabin there and you get back into the Mark II again, is there that temptation to let it hang out a bit? Yeah, well, it will be. The enjoyment I get is the adrenaline rush. So if you have a perfect stage on the limit, you come out at the end of the stage, you'd have a tremble in your hand. That's the enjoyment for me. Like, it's mad. Whenever you see the cigarette getting lit at the end of the stage, you know you've had a good <laughs> No, that's every stage. <laughs> and Frank, just you, obviously Baby Blue's been through a rebuild. When you know when when you've stripped a car completely back and rebuilt it, does it feel like the same car or does it feel like you're getting into a different car, you know, the first time you take it out again after a full it's always a different car. It's, it never feels the same, and you always think it felt better before until you hit it again. You realize it felt better before that. <laughs> That's you're continually chasing it. I've been trying now for for about 18 months to not mess with the car and just keep it as it is and not keep trying to develop it. But I still do stupid things and I still change the gear in a wee bit and I still do wee things. And you just think, you know, the older I get, the faster the car has to be to make up for me. So you're still trying to do that. But it is a bitch if you're going to every rally testing the water all the time you know david probably would be happier with his old car if you know what i mean until you get settled into that and then you go back and drive the old car someday and you go jesus you know what that was a big step forward but it, it's really hard to know but uh, i've been trying very hard and then this year last year had a far better run up, run up to the goal because we got you know six or seven rallies under our belt and got a nice base setting where i felt really comfortable and knew what was happening all the time and into Donegal and that was great but this year it's been a sort of a stop and start and bang and wrecking and one thing and another but glad I went to Leash last weekend felt, felt good in Leash and there were nice stages and nice weather and everything and um, I feel happier now going to Donegal definitely I'm glad I went and did that because it was last minute.com Declan you were saying you know haven't had as much seat time as you would have liked you know to, to, in, in preparation for Donegal when you are sitting on the, the start of the first stage you know, mentally, how are you getting yourself in the zone for, for you know, going flat out literally from the get-go? Uh, I don't know. You're, you're probably trying to memorize the stage when you're sitting at the start line. You know, what's going to come ahead of you and, and, and trying to get through it as quick as you can. Just, and, you know, normally you'd be nervous in the first one, like, and you like to get the first one over you. But, uh, you know, that's basically just probably trying to memorize the stage in front of you and what, what way it's going to go for you. And Daniel, you know, stages you're familiar with um, on, on Donegal, is it a fresh set of notes every year or do you just dig out the old ones and make a few amendments? Uh, <clears throat> we're probably going to go fresh ones. Um, I sort of like a Frank sort of say, with my notes, I sort of keep developing and changing. I don't know why, but it ends up being more work for Andrew. I make, make my notes from scratch, so um, it ends up being more work for Andrew to try and you know, rub out and change what we're doing. I'm stopping and starting. Like if you have the notes or yeah, we can actually get a better flow just making the notes from, from scratch. So, and I, was, I thought it was maybe the only idiot at that, but it turns out uh, I think Josh and Josh Moffat and and his co-drivers to do the same thing, even up, the, even up to like Smalls Gap, you know, where it never really changes. Um, but um, no, 
I think um, even though a lot of the, some of the stages I think this year is exactly the same, we're going to go with fresh notes because I make them, I make wee tweaks all the time to them, and it's easier just to go from scratch. But yeah, interesting to see you. <laughs> and like, do does any of the rest you have like wee ticks that you have to do before you start a stage? Like, is there you know you have to put on the left glove before you put on the right glove, or there has to be like a, a certain like. I don't know, bottle of water in the car or, you know, speaking to Josh Moffat, he has to drink Lucasade before he starts the stage. Is there anything, like, Gary, is there any routine you have to do before you start the stage? Put all your helmet and gloves, really. <laughs> <laughs> and put the cigarette out. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you're belted in. <laughs> Zip the Red Bull bag, close for Casey Rowler and it hits in the face. <laughs> 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 but uh, 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 David, is there anything that you feel that you you know you wouldn't be comfortable starting the stage unless you had something done? Uh, nah, nothing. Nothing really stands out. The only thing I would say is my belts. You know, really tight my belts as as tight as I can get them. I'll drop one shoulder and tighten the belt, and I'll drop another one, and mm-hmm. yeah, just make sure they're super tight. But nah, short of that, well, we're all good. Mm-hmm. And like, did, you ever, uh, did you ever see Kevin Eve's routine at the start of the stage? No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to reverse into the car. It's the <laughs> so only way you can get into it. Good crack watching that. But maybe it's something he's, 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 you know, he's hit on this. Maybe this is his advantage. Uh, <laughs> it'll all be doing it next week. Um, but Daniel, you were away from uh, like the, the rally in there for a few years and come back. Like you've seen the. Like, is, has there been a huge development in the modified car in that, you know, it's only like, what, four or five years you're away? Have you seen a big change in the, the pace even in that time? Yeah, I think it's just everything's moved on slightly. Like I thought when I parked the car up in 2014, that, you know, it'll be a competitive car for any time. But no, it's just the same as everything. Dampers has moved on, brakes has moved on, the traction and tires has moved on. I don't think the power and engines and gearboxes and stuff like that there hasn't really changed. Um, but just the the grip levels. I think that look, the biggest thing is is the, is the effort that the guys are putting in into their notes behind the scenes. Like you know, a lot of guys are writing their own notes now, and they're studying DVDs, and they're you know they're like it's like a semi professional effort. Like a lot of the guys would have been through the Billy Coleman cycle, and they would have seen stuff. And that's that's probably the biggest change. You know, guys probably would rock up on a recce not thinking it was the most important day, which it is. You know, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they'd be scratching their heads wondering where the timing was coming out on the Sunday morning, but that's all they figured out now. Yeah, and the, the fitness levels, all that kind of thing, like, that's oh, very important. A, uh, it's going to become a big part of the rally now too, hasn't it? Like, it really has. Like, yeah, I'm just, going for, I'm just going for a jog here now after this. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Gary, like, you know, you know, have you seen even in your short, you know, like the three or four years now you've been up like, in the top level, you know, do you feel that you have to be looking after your your fitness as well as your driving? That's an awful stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> no, as soon as we get wrapped here, I might go for a pint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, your fitness probably it would be an advantage, but I think ignorance plays a lot of that part too. That <laughs> makes up for the fitness, my ignorance. <laughs> I think, and Frank, like for a man, like it's maybe a wee bit older than some of the rest of them here. 
Yeah, that's Jesus. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I can take myself on the very deep hole. I know you. I know you love you, bollocks. <laughs> uh, but do, no, do you feel that you need to be continually pushing yourself to keep it? You know, at at, at at that level. You know, do you feel your 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 fitness levels are? You know, you talked about the you no. Know, the older you get, the faster the car has to be. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Like I'm not at these guys' levels. I do my own thing, but. Uh, I'm 57 now, so you know there's a lot of brain cells gone that I should never have let go because I only had a couple of them. <laughs> uh, but I, I train three times a week, have been for 10 years now, and I would say genuinely only for that I wouldn't be in a Millington or a 2.5 car. Um, so I need to do that. When I was these guys' age, I did fuck all because you just were invincible and that was it. But I realized, you know, that's just, I only go to the gym to keep rallying. See, as soon as rallying's over, I'm never darkening the door of the bastard place again. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of there. I'll be eating every bastard thing I can <laughs> and lying my feet up. Uh, but no, I definitely, it's, it's, it keeps me going and keeps it. And, I, you know, even after that accident in the circuit when breaking ribs and stuff, I don't think I would have bounced back nearly as quickly if I hadn't had some kind of a fitness level. Like, I'm not a runner or anything like that. That's just weight training and stuff like that there. I definitely not one of them kind of dudes, but uh, it, it, you just have to do it to keep keep in a Mark II escort and, and especially going three days when I go I remember I think it was 2010 or 11 doing Donegal and on the third day I was in complete autopilot I may as well have been in a coma I could not concentrate I couldn't think anything if the car got really out of hand I hadn't the energy to take her back again and that's when I realised I had to do something because hey and see last year stepping out of her I was ready to go again you know no bother let me at it again, but I've been happy to start another day's rallying. So it just goes to show, you know, especially when you get older, you need to pay attention to shit like that. Yeah. And like Kevin, like, you know, you're so busy at work and one thing or another. Have you time like to kind of look after yourself as well as, you know, is there a lot of prep was into you as well as the car? I would be reasonably well prepared, like it would be happy. But the Frank says there the concentration is the big thing, like especially if you get into a battle and come Saturday evening, Sunday, and you need to be really on it like you, you you need to be you know the the mental side of it you need to be there like to keep the concentration keep the thing going like. we're all mental Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but you know but there, there, is there is there anything you can do to prepare yourself for that or is it just you know suppose like if you're kind of reasonably physically fit and uh, i suppose just the preparation then the same as the rest of the lads like the, you kind of have to Take it reasonably seriously when you're recce and preparing for it, like um, you know, and just uh, once once it starts, then that's it. You've done what you can do and go for it. And like David, like, you know, you probably benefiting. You know, John sitting, you know, doing the Motorsport Ireland Rally Academy. You're seeing, you know, some of the advantages that he's gaining. Are you picking up any tips there that you can bring to your own side of the car? Hey, well, he was recently in a sauna, an infrared sauna, with his race suit on. <laughs> in, uh, in preparation, so I think it's going to be hot in Donegal, but I don't think I'll need to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys, those guys are obviously getting a lot of training, but you know, Donegal's a long, hard event. These World Championship events, likewise, <clears throat> when you're dealing with the high temperatures like that, that's when your your fitness really comes into it. So, yeah, I'd like to think I'm I'm at a level now. I'm I'm, I'm ready for Donegal anyway. Excellent, excellent. And Connor, you want to come on there again? Um, yeah, just I, I suppose you know. What 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 what's needed for Donegal to to really you know stand out at at 
uh, you know, at, at your level, what what do you need to do, Gary? You know, mentally, um, when you're approaching Donegal, like what what's the build up like now over the next week for you? Try and get as much work done between Monday and Tuesday, and go away Wednesday to the recce. Look at Donegal, yeah, a lot of you need a lot of luck, a lot of luck, and probably a big pair of balls to go and try and win above because it's just. I have a funny feeling this year, of any of the years, I think it's going to be faster than any other year. There's more buys, there's more buys coming to the top level. And I think it's going to be more of an even race than you've seen in other years. With, as the buy said, 10 or 12 buys going to be there. I think this year it's just going to be absolutely mental. And, like, obviously, you know, everybody's juggling work and family life as well as then getting prepped for the rally. You know, Kevin, how, how do you get to, to switch off even, uh, you know, but trying to get everybody else pre- prepped for their cars for the rally and then get yourself ready for the rally? You know, where do you, where do you actually get to switch off sort of this week or do you? I suppose, look, once you get started in the recce and like a, a lot of my own car pretty well sorted, you know, back a few weeks ago. Um, like ideally, uh, you know, I probably would like to maybe go to Cavan or do an event, you know, two or three weeks before. But uh, I just know that I don't have the time, like, to re-prep the car um, to to be able to do that. So, like, you just have to make do with what you have, like. Um, but no, other than that, look, you, I think now compared to years ago, um, most people that's going to do the like of Donegal are pretty well organised few weeks before like whereas back like 10 years ago like you were still getting guys coming looking for mapping and engine stalling the week of the rally like you know that, that sort of doesn't really happen anymore or you know what's coming beforehand like, it's just cars are better and people are better organized that's doing it like yeah and david with regard to you know getting the escort where you want it to be how much more is needed do you think or are you kind of happy? Do you think going into Donegal, the cars were where where you want it to be? Yeah, I suppose that's the million dollar question. We don't we don't really know to be honest. I think it's on on Friday. You know, when we see the stage times, that's when we'll, we'll really know. Um, the, the car feels good, but again, until you're in competition and looking at the times of these guys, then then it's very hard to say. But no, definitely out of the box, we're we're happy with it. And then I suppose we'll start wrapping things up. We'll maybe do like a kind of a, a quick fire, like, you know, uh, I'll ask you a stage and just the name of your stage and just a quick explanation why. So, Gary, <coughs> stage? Favourite stage. Uh-huh. And why? Fan it. Fan it is class. Mm-hmm. High speed. And it's very near the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank, same question to yourself. Uh, it would have been Garten, but if you tell me this year, the same as Gary Fanad, there's a bit of everything in it. Uh, balls to the wall from you start off and you have high speed and you have tactical and you have tight and you have everything. Uh, there's always big crowds about it. And uh, when you see those walls coming towards the end, as long as you don't hit them, you know you've done the job. Uh-huh. Uh, Daniel? Yeah, probably probably um, Atlantic Drive. like it. I like the technical. So I, I like all the stages, to be honest with you. Um, Glenn's good as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard for me to pick a stage. My favourite stage is Malin Head, but don't go up there no more. So <laughs> I'm not saying that. But no. Um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to these Friday stages just for something different. You know what? So sure, sure. see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, Declan, same questions yourself then? I'd probably have to say fun as well. And like Frank there, Gerton would be another one that would stick out in my head as well. You know, but 
fun. There's you know like there's a bit of everything in it. And there's there's all, there's tons of grip on it. Um, especially when it's dry, like in in a good fast stage as well. Sorry. No, that would be probably the best thing. Gary Gort there too, that they're using you this year again. I, I do like it like a real flowy stage like. But um no, knock out would be the best for me now to be. Call him for tape and you're going past. <laughs> Call him to the tape for one passing the house, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> and David for yourself then? Yeah, I would say Glen. Um that's probably my favourite. I think, you know, the, the section that goes under the trees, you know, there's short corners, medium corners, long corners, you know, it's real nice when you get the car sliding and working well through there. So yeah, it's Glen for me. And then finally then, um your hopes ahead of the event. Um we'll do it the other way around then this time. David, like what's your hopes ahead of the event? Hey, the hopes are to be there or thereabouts pace-wise, you know, I think we all know it's, it's going to be difficult. So, yeah, if we can be there or thereabouts on the Friday and then after that, whatever it'll be, it'll be. But, yeah, at the same time, it'd be nice to be driving over the finish ramp at the Mount Enigle. Uh, Kevin, yourself? I suppose uh, we'd like to do what we've done last year, but uh, I suppose it's it's like you have to be there at the end as well. And it's, uh, it, sometimes it's nice to finish it. with a few years there where we didn't finish it and, you know, uh, but look, you have to wait and see what comes for you in the weekend. And Declan, uh, what's your thoughts there? I would say the, the biggest one would be the biggest hope would be to get get to the end, get the strip clean, going over the finish ramp in the Mandarigal every every year, and you know if we can manage to get a decent result uh, as well, it'll be a bonus and probably. So. Daniel, I hope to win. Simple as. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Want to make up the numbers? No, yeah. <laughs> Gary, your thoughts? Uh, top three probably be a good result. Uh, I don't know. I'll be going just flat out. I won't worry about fishing. Sunday's a long way away from Friday morning. Like, mm-hmm. take it one stage at a time. Never mind one day, and go from there. And Frank, yourself? I will uh, start on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> maybe get into the top ten on Friday. Go a wee bit mad on Saturday, go completely buck mental on Sunday. <laughs> and, and then by Monday you'll be ready for the rally? <laughs> I'll be in an asylum somewhere. <laughs> uh, so, so, if, if we can get down into Let the Kenny on Sunday evening in one piece. Well, it doesn't even have to be in one piece. You know, if <laughs> there's four wheels on her, it'd be nice, but I don't mind taillights and stuff being missing. If we can get down down into the, uh, Let the Kenny on, on Sunday, I think that would be class. Uh, that was some entertaining chat we had. Like, and uh, there was as much crack off the air as there was on. And you know, it wasn't just the crack and the banter between them; it's the respect they have for each other as well. Yeah, that's it. Like, they know how hard they're going. So, anybody that can, you know, get closer, equal, or beat them, like they, you know, that it took a sublime effort, and they recognise that. And like the bit, you know, about like, able to share parts with each other, you know, if someone needs a bit for their car, or, you know, then never, never leave a man behind, kind of thing, you know. And that, that to me is, you know, yes, I enjoy the competition on the stages and all that, but I just love those stories behind the story as well too. I think that's that's special as well. Yeah, the camaraderie between them is just amazing. Mm-hmm. It really that's, is. That's for sure. Yeah, and then you also had a chance to catch up with Kevin O'Driscoll as well, just to chat about all things. T- 
Tarmac Championship. Yeah, I, uh, Kevin and myself got a chance to chat, and we sort of looked a wee bit at the history of the rally, but more, you know, where the, the championship is at the moment, and you know, kind of who who we think might do well this weekend. So, without further ado, we'll hear from Kevin. Kevin Driscoll, we're at that time of the year again. It's June. June means one thing in rallying, Donegal. Um, yeah. What you know, the, the championship so far has been brilliant. You know, coming into Donegal, Josh still in the lead of the championship. Yeah, um, not by much. Maybe you know, um, it's uh, tight enough. Josh is uh, sixty-eight points, and uh, you know, going well, having a good year regardless. I mean, like last year, you know, he was nearly unstoppable. He hasn't seemed as unbeatable this year, but he's still leading the championship and still driving very, very well. To be fair, you know, Callum is probably putting it up to him this year. Um, the most obvious one at the moment, and then of course you've you've Marion who retired in in Killarney. Um, Donegal is a tricky one to know with with Marion because you know it hasn't done it that often. Um, you know Donegal, as you know yourself, is can be a specialist. You know you kind of either have form on or you don't. And you know I know Callum led the rally last year and probably you know probably should have won the rally to be honest. You know or certainly finished, but obviously crashed out on the Sunday morning. Um, but Josh was you know Josh probably wasn't um, the fastest driver over the first couple of days last year, but he was just there with the time when it mattered. And I think, you know, that's just that's, that's probably the secret of his success. He's just very, very consistent and he's very, very um, good to get results when it looks like he may not get a result, you know. Um, this year, Callum has made fewer mistakes, had a couple of wins and, you know, probably momentum is, is probably with him a little bit at the moment. But, you know, as I said, Josh, Josh, of course, won Kevin, so like, there's no... There's no um, there's no stopping Yeah, like, I, I, think, I think you're right there. You know, what you're saying about Josh, he's there to finish. And you know, like yeah. other guys are maybe you know, like this year especially, there's been other guys been that wee bit faster than them or whatever, you know, but he has that tenacity about him, knows when mm, to attack, yeah. knows when to hold back. Tenacity is definitely the word you'd use, yeah. It's yeah. just you just you know, you just you just don't you can't shake him up basically. He's just yeah. he's there and he just make mistakes and he's waiting for you to make a mistake and if you if you blink then yeah, he has a spot taken and mm-hmm. they're played to him, you know. It's just it's just a standard that guy it's it's so high at the moment that you just have to not to admire him for, for the consistency as well as anything else, you know. That's for um, sure, that's for sure. Yeah. You know? yeah. and um, like, like Marion, that, Marion, and like Marion, Marion had third place last year, so I mean, he yeah. would, probably would have some kind of form in Donegal. I mean, actually, he wasn't looking at he wasn't all that far behind Sam last year, so mm-hmm. you know, he's he, he's had a, a good year, probably a better year than last year, Marion, so far, but probably not still not quite at, at the level of the of, of the of Josh or Callum. But then you see, he's not running over here much, he's just really you know, he's not doing national rounds in between, and you know, maybe that's. A couple of those rounds in between would probably help him as well along the way if you were to do them, you know. That's for sure. You know, I spoke to him the other night and he was saying, you know, especially going into the, the links of the circuit and things like that, or Clarny, he felt the other guys, but there's been a bit of a break from Calvin, so he's hoping that that won't be as pay as much of a, a card and, you know, coming forward to Donegal, you know. Yeah. And, but then he's coming back from having his accident in Clarny too, so that could be weighing yeah. on his mind for the first few stages. And the way the, the, way the championship's going, you can't even. Give them, you know, ten seconds in the first stage. It's nearly impossible to yeah. go back. It is, and I suppose uh, I know we're kind of drifting slightly from it, but it, it, from the chat, but in that chat, but it's the first day of this year will be leveler. I think the first day, because it's so long. I'm not sure when last those stages were used. Not that long ago, but certainly most of those guys wouldn't have done them. But um, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a leveler. It'll be tricky. I've you know I've looked at them and they they look they look to be challenging. So I think. Um, 
you know, before we see in rallies where you be point one, point two, point three of a second or stages, I think you might see with bigger gaps in these stages. Um, just for the simple reason they're not they're not as familiar to people, and it would be just very very interesting to see. Like somebody could take a look pile of time on the first stage, but might can go so well on the second stage. So, you know, I, it probably it may help like Marion maybe to get off to that kind of a start because. Yeah, you know, if you're out of the car for a little while or whatever, and you're starting to say something like Fanet or, or Glenn or somewhere like that, it might be a different story. But to go to three stages that wouldn't be familiar for a lot of people, you know, just might give them a chance to get get up to some kind of speed. Um, and that goes for anyone else challenging yeah. uh, Josh I, I, or uh, you know, as well. We can't forget the elephant in the room, Matt Edwards. You know, like we've seen what they've yeah, done last yeah. year. You know, like it's what he done last yeah. year in his first visit to Donegal, you know, I think opened a lot of people's eyes. Yes, Donegal, you need to do the, the rally. You don't have to do it like a, a pile of times to, to no, put the, no. the, the, the time. And, <clears throat> and he was extremely quick in um in the Midlands, wasn't she? Was in actually mm-hmm. in, in a car that he'd never driven before. Yeah. And that was a one day rally. So I mean, give him three days in the car and you know, it would be a different story. And um and to be honest, he's the guy I'd be leading to in terms of winning the event. You know, mm-hmm. I just think ultimately he's no championship to worry about. He can go straight for the win you know, and I think that's what he obviously he'll be doing. So he'd but he'd be the guy I'd be thinking He's the guy to be caught to be caught on the weekend yeah. at the rally itself. Mm-hmm. Um, just come back to our championship people there. The top six are Robert Barable fourth, Johnny Greer fifth, and Sam in sixth. And like Rob's Rob is having a good year, but like we said about Josh before Killarney, which you know kind of came out a little bit again, Donegal's not kind to Rob and mm-hmm. hasn't been in the past. So mm-hmm. I think any kind of result here would be a, a big achievement for Rob. He just hasn't been his luckiest event in the past. Um, and going very well this year, and very very solid and really quick as well. But and maybe again these Friday stages might might suit in the fact mm-hmm. that he's you know he's not going like he does know some those stages, but these stages on Friday will be kind of new to a lot of people, and I think it'll make it interesting. Johnny had a very disappointing result in, in as Sam did actually as well in mm-hmm. Killarney. You know, very uncharacteristic for both drivers to go off the road, so mm-hmm. uh, they'll be looking to get back back at it again too. But. Yeah, it's very it's, hard to look past uh, Josh, Callum, or, um, or uh, Matt for the weekend. Yeah, I think so too. And then, but in fairness to Sam, he has some good history in Donegal to be time winner as well. Too, he has, so. yeah. Well, we have five. We've, we have five mm-hmm. former winners on the list. You know, we have yeah. like, Josh, we have Sam, we have Gary, we have Declan Boyle, we have Gary McHale. So we have, you know, we have um, there's pedigree there in, in, in the guys down the field as well, you know, sure. so. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll be interesting, and it won't be it won't be easily won anyway. I can't I can't see it be like that. No, so and like, you know, will be a shaking day, and it's, yeah. it, it it could be the sort of thing that if somebody pulls out, say, a substantial lead of twenty twenty five seconds on the first day, which is quite possible, they going into the second day, despite the mileage, the familiarity of the stages may you know mean that there might be very little swap between the drivers. So a lot mm-hmm. of the a lot of the time gained could be gained on the first day, you know. So you could lose it, but you could also gain it on the first day too, you know. So that's it. You might you might not won the rally, but you can certainly lose the rally on the first oh, day. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're not. I don't see that you can make as much time up on the pre- next two days after that, like mm-hmm. as quick or as long as some of those stages are. It's just the familiarity would probably mean that the margins for taking big amounts of time aren't yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. That's for sure. And then you know, getting into the modified the, the modified championship this year. There has been some great entries, but there's been a lot of unlucky or unreliability in some cases too. And like through it all, has come. Excuse me. <laughs> Eddie Doherty then has come through, and he's leading the championship coming into Donegal. Yeah, it's as we said before we came out here. There, I mean, it's like Simon Reid last year. Simon kind of you know had consistency, and he eventually ended up taking the championship. Eddie, of course, will be by the fact that he's won his first ever rally last weekend as well in Leash. So I mean, mm-hmm. and. Be fair, he's going really well this year, really quick. Yeah, I mean, to, uh, on the other hand, some of the say contenders have been unlucky this year. I mean, Kevin Eves probably doesn't have any luck at all. To be no. fair, I mean, he's probably he's probably the fastest the whole lot. Gary, like Gary, has has had 
you know, retirements. But he also had two wins, and he's not that far behind. Um, mm-hmm. Fancy Gary to go well again. Obviously, other guys that have been there, like um, Mark Alcorn, and uh, I think who else is in there? Uh, I know Daniel Jason McKenna, isn't down. Yeah. No, Jason's yeah, not down to do yeah. goal, but Daniel McKenna, he, like, I think, could be. Yeah. Know, he's moved to Donegal now. He, you know, he's won it once. He knows how to win the rally. I think if he if he finds his groove, he's, he'll be hard beat as well, you know, too. And then he Kevin will. Gallagher, you know, I know he's not well, really Kevin, again, uh, Yeah, I. Yeah. yeah, again, going back to this whole first day thing, I think if he gets through that first day, I think he, he will. He's my favorite for the uh, for the for the uh, modified um, se- our national sectional because he was unbelievably faster last year. I mean, seventh overall, I think, is something you know, uh, a fantastic drive and quite capable of doing the same thing again. For so, sure, for sure, he's like, well suited to the goal. That's for sure. And then the, the historic too, like the historic championship continues to go from strength to strength every year, and this year is no exception. It is. It's quite unusual, though. I mean, they have a full list in Donegal of 20-odd, 28-29 cars, mm-hmm. but yet only the, one of the first eight um, in the championship is actually doing the event. Uh, that's um, <laughs> that's Trevor Wilson. You know, he's seventh at the moment, but Duncan Williams, you know, Wayne Evans, um, Neil Williams, you know, uh, Will is not doing it, you know, all these yeah. guys. So it's unusual that like, you have a full entry of historics, but yet only very few of the, okay. um, of the regular contenders. Yeah. yeah, so like Trevor Wilson could actually... But as you move up the second, you know, with a good result there, and, and he's quick in that course mm-hmm. and shows the course around like anything, you know. But, yes. Um, in terms of the actual um, the field itself, I mean, I think look top two. Actually, as you see, uh, Duncan is doing the rally. Actually, sorry, I missed out on him. Actually, uh-huh. yeah, he's. I think he'll strengthen his case, but I think it'll yeah. come down to the top two. It'll be um, Tommy O'Connell and um, and Martin McCormick. Will be yeah, I think the, the, the times that Tommy and last year like were up there with the class thirteen guys and upsetting mm-hmm. some class fourteen guys like. For a, an historic BDG escort and some performance last year, and yes, if, if the carriage faulty, Tommy is going to be hard beat. And like, yeah. uh, we spoke to Marty and Barney a couple of weeks ago. Marty's first time doing Donegal. That's unbelievable. His first time doing Donegal. Yeah, yeah, isn't that a strange fact? Okay, yeah. I, 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 I would have thought he'd have competed in the Citroen yeah. back in the day. No, That's very no, unusual. No, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting one. Now it's um, looking forward to seeing him in action. Of course, then you have like of Adrian Hedrington as well, and you have. Yeah. Um, Mike McDade, very, very quick drivers. Martin, mm-hmm. uh, Martin Doherty, you know, really, really quick drivers in that. Yeah, so, um, that's for sure. Yeah, interesting yeah. to see. But I think awesome. Duncan really, Duncan could almost wrap up, I would say, um, the championship were very close. So I say with a strong result there anyway, because, I mean, we're, we're now into is it the fifth, sixth round. It's the fifth rally. Sixth, yeah, it's the sixth rally, isn't it? It's the fifth, uh, fifth uh, main, yeah. main and sixth historic. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, obviously there'll be extra points in the last two rounds, but mm-hmm. even at that, like Duncan's having a very good year anyway and very consistent. So mm-hmm. I think in championship terms, he'll be he'll be just looking to bring it home now and get as many points as he can. He doesn't need to do anything. He's not racing against a huge amount of his contemporaries on it. So yes. he's mm-hmm. in good position enough. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see Marty. I think Marty and Tommy will be the two guys that will be wants to watch on that. But look, I'm there to, I'm there to be, um, be yeah. proven wrong. <laughs> yeah, we, we always learn in Raleigh and never make predictions. <laughs> yeah, make predictions. I have enough to make already. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, like, you know, Donegal, you know, and running its 51st year, like, the history of the event is something else, you know. Like, we've had Irish champions, world champions, uh, rising stars. It's one of those events that just seem to, I don't know, it brings out the best in... Of Irish rally and beyond, uh, like its history speaks for itself. It does. It's like it's just ultra competitive. You know, it's probably it's probably like a second Christmas, as someone described it recently yeah. on, on social media. It is a second uh, during the year, and it is even for me. Like I mean, it's it's a few days holidays for me every year. Like and I've been making for most of the last twenty five years. 
and it is and people are fantastic up there you know it's, it's brilliant it's, it's great weather isn't always the kindest up there um, but it's just the whole atmosphere it's just you know I think it's you're you're gathering the best of, of what's swelling in that given year at the time you know and that's really it's very few of them tend to miss it and yeah, I don't think this year will be any different it'll, it'll be one to look forward to um, yeah. you know just looking at previous winners Josh Josh won it last year Um it's been if, if, compared to some rallies, actually, there's been a few back to back wins. Like we're looking at Carl Corley, you know, uh, mm-hmm. John Lyons, Billy Coleman, Manis, uh, Bertie Fisher, uh, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last person to do it, yeah, uh, Donnelly. And the last person to do it actually on it before Manis was uh, was Garrett McHale. So, you know, um, going that's 12, 13, 14 years ago. So, it's um yeah it's been interesting to see if Josh can join that that group of back to back winners. No easy task, um, but it'll be interesting and. As I said, there's been plenty of guys that come to Donegal and not one either, of course, you know. This is it, you know, it, you know, because it's probably the only three-day rally left in Ireland or the UK, it's, it's three days, and it used to be Friday, yeah, you could bed yourself in on Saturday then, pick up the pace Sunday then, you you know, but it's not anymore, it's go for it right no. from the word go, there's no, no, you know, there's no, there's no marathon element to it anymore now, it's no. a sprint from the word go. No, I think really it was the most dramatic rally. I recall, can recall in recent times it was 2016 when, when Manus won it by the half second from Keith yeah. Ronan, where he could four or five changes of leadership. Even last year, uh-huh. to be fair, I mean, you know, Josh was fourth going into Sunday last year. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he walked out with the win, you know. But by and large, Sunday it tends to be kind of more of a holding day, but it has happened a few times where the lead has changed hands in, in the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it, it is interesting. It's, it'll, in this year, it won't be any, any different. Um, just won't be any margin really to puncture or, or, or any kind of a slight triple bank could you know mm-hmm. prove uh, too much for a person's chances but uh yeah but at the same time i still i, I think it'll, it will come down to josh callum and uh and matt and matt for the most part and as mm-hmm. i said if anyone else can mix it with them on the opening day then they have a chance of staying in with them but it'll be it'll be ferocious i think the pace between the first three those guys will be ferocious and you know, and it could play into the hands of the likes of um, Marion and, and Robert. They're trying to, you know, and Sam. If they're trying to gain points, you know, mm-hmm. if, if there was a way to push themselves too hard, you know. But like, I suppose in Matt's case, he doesn't lose. He's not doing a championship anyway. He's just going to win the rally. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a case of what the boys behind are are challenging him. Yeah, you know, where, they much want, where they want to take it. Yeah, yeah. 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 How mm-hmm. much of a risk are they prepared to take? You know, so I think that that that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, as I said, it's. It'll be an interesting one, and actually go back to our, our championships with Paul Brown, Plantar Junior Championship as well. We've um, oh, yeah. it was six. Uh, there's three three cork drivers actually in the in the um, top of the championship there, and that'll be an interesting one as well because Robbie O'Hanlon is leading at the moment. Dara Donovan from my neck of the woods near Clonakilty is second, but has won the last two rounds in Clonakilty in West Cork, so he'll be mm-hmm. one to watch. And um, and what's yeah, we keep mixing the two names up here. Uh, it's it's Barry McIntyre's Cork and Ben McIntyre's Cavan. Both of those mm-hmm. boys are doing it as well. And you've uh, Dara Bonner as well, and Jordan Jervis. So those six drivers are doing the the junior championship, and they're all they're all taking uh, taking part in the goal this year. So it'll be interesting. It's unusual, probably, for three court drivers to be at the top end of the the junior championship, and it's this this will be a good test for the three of them, you know, because they're taking on drivers that who've had to travel up to now, where yes. now they're doing the travelling. So it'll be interesting. To see I, I know they're in their home ground, yeah. you know, they, uh, jo- and, and just to see how it'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hard to call that one, but I think uh, Dara's had very good. Um, very good pace so far, but I think if, if he can stay, you know, if he if the reliability is, and the pass has been an issue for him in, in the car, mm-hmm. if, if that stays okay, he, I think he'll be hard to beat there. That's for sure. The young Jervis and young uh, young Bonner, they're both Donegal men too, so I think mm-hmm. they're, it's their home territory this time. So yeah, exactly, and they'll want to make a mark as well. Yeah, sure. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah, and that's and only then, in championship terms, notwithstanding some of the guys that are already there, like Kyle McBride and yeah. Gary Cassidy, and these boys, you know, and Jack McKinnon. Like, there's no, there's no slouches there. All no, guys, they're the, very good, strong result. Yeah, they're the guys going to be going yeah, again with no championship game. to worry about. Yeah. yeah, with no championship to worry about, they can go ahead for other at it. Thanks very much, there to Kevin for taking the time. Uh, great to catch up as always. And uh, that I think you'll find this interesting now. I spoke to Jason McConnell, um, like a young fella that enjoys his rallying. But goes about it in a completely different way. You know, the, the way he's approaching the whole social media side of the thing, I think it's mind-blowing. See what you think yourselves. Donegal coming up at the weekend. Um, the fever's building. What's it like to be thinking, I'm going to be starting Donegal now in a few days to? Uh, to be very honest, I didn't sink in yet. Um, I think some was in me today, and the best thing I could describe it as, if you're not in the rally, Donegal is sort of like you're, you're in the crowd of Croke Park for every all Ireland. And all of a sudden, you're walking out of the tunnel and you're actually playing in the Ireland. And that is what Donegal is. It is the All-Ireland Rally. And so even the recce, it was, I was happy enough with the recce, never mind doing the rally. So it'll be, I think when the Hemlock is on the first stage now, it'll, it'll seem real. But yeah, until then, it's just, it's mad. Crazy yeah. to think of. Yeah, like, you know, because like, we're, we're growing up watching, you know, the likes of, you know, Nesbitt, Donnelly, you know, the, the Moffats, whatever, you know, over the stages like Nogala, Atlantic Drive, Fanad Head. You know, you're going to get doing that at the weekend. That must be a real pinch yourself moment. Oh, it's it's a bucket list. It really is. It's a bucket list thing. I don't think there's. I think anyone who says they don't want to do Donegal, I think they're lying. Because it's, you know, <laughs> it's one of these things you have to do. You know, and I think there's. I missed it once since I was two years old, and I'm 24 now. So it's just I've been on every ditch. I've been on every corner. It's just now driving it is the. You know, it is. It's all as I said. It actually just the best way you can describe it is. is it just doesn't feel. Didn't sink in yet, but yeah, that's the. And like you know, you've only been rallying now for just a little over a year. How are you find your rallying so far? Yeah, I suppose we had uh, the joys of social media. We had a poor enough start, I guess, but we were very unfortunate. Anything that could go wrong sort of went on, went completely wrong. To be honest with you, even behind the scenes, and you know, an engines blown and stuff, and engines taken on how to get built. So we actually only got the engine back for the circuit of Kerry this year, um, and uh, Saturday evening and refused to start. So the lads in front of the Sport back in the Galway picked up a Fiesta Rally 4. It had uh, it was, it was had a small off the weekend before, so they had to get it sorted. We went to bed that Saturday evening, and uh, it was my brother, Dang, he's sitting with me. It was his first rally, and we had no idea what car we were driving the following day. So it was very hard to prepare, and we woke up the next morning, down at breakfast. We're eating away. Still no idea for what car we're going to be driving. Um so yeah, rush was on. I went outside, got the car scrutiny, got the seats moved, steering wheel moved, and I suppose showed a couple of buttons and away we went. And the first time I drove that car was in the first stage, so it was totally in the deep end. But we're well used to it. Yeah, and like you know, that kind of been thrown at the deep end. It's sometimes not a bad thing. You have to learn either to swim or to sink, and the, you know, it's a great way to learn. It is, and the only thing is, that, you know, driving cars like that—they're not the cheapest thing in the world. So <laughs> I, that, that's been on your mind as well, especially with Danny, his first time out and. But yeah, I have to say, like when you get an opportunity like that, you, you know, you try and grab it and use your head and you don't go crazy. But no, even just to drive that car, it was nice because obviously that's the newer generation of my car. Mine's the R2 versus the Rally 4. And yeah, there is a massive difference. And it showed me that. So it's uh, it was good one set, but then you want to you want <laughs> <laughs> stick, stick with me future from now. Yeah, and like, you know, you're two weeks back and ready for action out the weekend. Like a fantastic week car as well. 
I'll participate. You know, I love my front wheel drive stuff. I know the whole Irish things modifies and rear wheel drives, and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love them as well. But I think for starting off, the front wheel drive is ideal. Um, naturally aspirated, high revving, makes all the right noises. It's really fun to drive. Um, I think we think we have the suspension sorted now for the suit the Irish stuff. It's not that the European stuff they're made for, but yeah, real fun car. Um, I'm just looking forward to get over. I actually don't know real fast HS, but the likes of the end of Glen and stuff, I'm really looking forward to that. Like I just yeah. I'm the style of Christmas stuff. So. Yeah, I could think that's the, the kind of smooth flat surface that the end cars are built for, like so that really oh, should come into its own then, you know. So absolutely. Because everybody so far knows the gravel and front wheel drive and gravel, you have you have to be careful. <laughs> you can't be stuck with them. Mm. Uh, but no, I think I think in a couple of stages now I'm I'm really looking forward to tackle. So yeah. I think hopefully hopefully it's just a car. Yes, for sure, for sure. And you mentioned earlier on social media, like that, that is your forte, shall we say, like you're coming from that kind of background. You know, we, you know, we keep hearing from organizers, from marshals, you know, it's the same pool of people that we've been pulled from and, you know, the, the age profile is getting no younger. What do you feel as a young person and as, you know, somebody that's a, like a social media influencer, what can the rally community do to help attract younger audience? Well, I think it, it hasn't even reached 1% of its potential yet. I think social media is everything nowadays. If you look at it, like the amount of people that's watching movies is, and has gone down. I think everyone's watching the likes of TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that. So every, everybody wants content straight away. Nobody wants to wait. Um, and I think it's the same when it comes to rallying. Everyone wants the news up to date and everything. And I think clubs are particularly getting used to it now. So for the likes of myself, it's, you know, as you said, with marshals and stuff, without marshals, there's no rallying. Yeah. Um, you can do so much through it I think with the younger generation online as well it's very important to build the profile up and to show the importance of it because a lot of people doesn't understand even myself I'm following rallying as all my life okay I'm not around 100 years but it's only when you do a rally you actually get to respect what goes on you have all the volunteers at the start and end of stages doing recce sign off it's, it is it's unbelievable um, I, I just think it's very important to highlight that and hopefully if you do want to go rallying or if you do want to go rallying that help the clubs out. And I think if you put that into people at a younger age, it's easier than doing it when they're, when they're slightly older. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the, the, there is this hidden army going on, you know, that's never seen. Like, people just think they can rock up at a rally on a Sunday morning or, you know, a Friday morning, or, and it just happens miraculously. There's months, you know, like, it's not even weeks, it's months of preparation that goes on. And, it, you know, and it's not one or two people. This is an army of people making this happen. It is unbelievable. And the thing is, okay, I haven't done a whole pile of rallying, but I have noticed a lot of the same faces, which is, which is obviously, it's a credit to them, but, I, you know, it'd be good to see a different generation come into it. But I think as well, the likes of myself, I, you know, I suppose I started documenting this whole thing from getting my rally license to doing the first rally to we done Mon and that was my local rally, the first rally. We hired the car to build up to that. Um, but after that, you know, I struggled to get entries. Yeah. So I think, well, you know, when you show the truth behind it all and how difficult it really is, I think when you set expectations, there's a lot that can be done behind the scenes there as well. There may be younger people to get in. So say if you do your rally license, if you marshal on two events, you're, you get a bonus point into qualifying to get for any. There's a lot that can be done behind the scenes and it's not rocket science. It's yeah. just, I suppose, it's putting the plan in place because as you said at the start and you're 100% right, if you start on social media, it's in front of everyone's eyes in two seconds. Yeah. After doing newsletters, there's none of this old school store procedure. This is this can be done pretty quick, literally mm -hmm. overnight. Yeah, because like you know, we see Kelly and you know, like, and what he done a few years ago. You know, the end of stage reporting, like that was revolutionary at the time. 
but it's, it's only this, the, the first step on what could be done. This is it. Like, you know, I, I suppose if a lot of people take it for granted, you know, yeah. what Killian and, you know, the lads are doing, that is an unbelievable service. Like, you know, I, I was only, we were coming on the road and I said, you know, remember we were listening to Donegal, you'd be tuning to Highland, listening yeah. to Dushing at stages. You know, yeah. we have that straight away on your phone and you have the video and you have everything. And, you know, people never got this before. Yeah. Um, important to appreciate that but yeah as you said Killian and a lot of people is moving on as well so it'll be exciting to see where it's going to end up that's for sure that's for sure because it is such an on top thing and again it's not just we're not even just saying this is an Irish rally and this is like worldwide like even the WRC is probably not fully embracing the, the full power of social media no well I, in fairness Dirtfish Colin Clark I'd, I think I watched that man all day talking but what they're doing versus what the WRC promoter is doing the WRC you know, I pay for the app, whatever, 11 or a month, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even just watch Dirt First YouTube, and they are embracing it. They're uploading when something happens. Yeah. And that's a key thing here. This has to be done. There's no point uploading something an hour later. No, people it's want straight to... in that stage. Yeah. Okay. In, in an hour's time, it's all news. Yeah. That, you know, that is the crazy thing about it. That's the world mm-hmm. we live in. That within an hour, something that was, you know, buying up to date has gone. There's, some, there's another story already taken over. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I suppose like we you know we could talk about that all night. But like, what is your expectations now heading into the rally? What would you, what would you like to see Friday and then into, going into Saturday? Would you like to see a progression there? Yeah, definitely. So I suppose Friday stages are probably a wee bit more tricky, especially then the stage one stuff. So the plan is to get through Friday and get over the classics because I think that's what that's what everyone's here for. And for me anyway, that's what I want. Uh, a finish, if we get a finish, I will be delighted. I will not be seen for a week after Johnny Gall if we get a finish. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ian McCaffrey's for the week to be no, to be no leaving. Yeah. But uh, no, look, it, it, it is Johnny Gall's Johnny Gall. You want to, you know, there's no point being silly. You want to experience every stage, every kilometre, um, and of course, enjoy it. And it's cool to have Danny with me as well. It's a nice experience to have a, to have a brother in the car. So we didn't kill each other yet. So it's good. It's a good yeah, start. Like, you know, that isn't that like one of the great things about rallying that you're able to, you know, share the, your experience and like, to have your brother is, makes it even better again. Oh, it is, you know, and that's that's what I was saying. Like, it's, it's, you know, not everyone can say they don't know what their brother and stuff. And okay, you kill each other sometimes, but yeah. you know, it's, it's you look back in times like this and you say it's unbelievable. I suppose going back to the social media as well. You know, you have people, people text me already and they're coming from, you know, there's people who never went to a rally before and they're coming up. Like, I remember we were down at Cork 20 at that time and we're sitting in the, just a five-year hotel or whatever. And uh, this family come up to me and they never went to a rally in their lives and they rode three and a half hours down just to support us. And I just said to myself, like, I remember that was one thing I'll never forget. I was like, wow, the power of social media. Like, this is, mm-hmm. it is crazy. I suppose we just embraced this since then. And Donegal, I suppose, the shows, we're lucky to have a lot of, People on board with us, and it's, I think ninety percent of the car of the sponsors are from Donny Gold, so that says it all. Yeah, but like this, this is like, again the power of social media. Like you, you know, you're a young fella starting out, and you know the career rallying, and you're attracting some real good top class sponsors. But that's because they know they'll get the exposure. You know, they're getting something out of putting something in. Well, absolutely, like and you know, I'm the first to say it. Like I'm not, I'm not going out to win rallies or anything. Yeah. I, I'm pure there to enjoy it. Like you know. What comes first in the rally and the secondary, that's the fun. So mm-hmm. um, but we're not taking it overly seriously. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to laugh. We're going to smile. And to have these people on board is unbelievable. And I suppose we're in a good position that we're able to help them out. You know, I suppose, you know, and a couple of bigger brands say not, not to do a rally, but other stuff. And I, I often say no more than yes, because, you know, for people who has followed me, I don't want to be selling stuff to them that is no good to them. No. So uh, 
brands that you know we're involved with makes total sense and uh, the people behind them is equally as good so no it's great i have yeah. to say i think that you know that is like you know what's rallying you the sponsors have the opportunity to be have their product placed in front mm. of like donegal this weekend they're talking up to a hundred thousand people coming like yeah that's probably again something that's probably not properly utilized that you know you could have your shop window there <laughs> in the front of all those people Yes, and I know we keep going back, but you know, you top that off on social media. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I can remember uh, the Calvin rally that one week. So, say for the seven days from the lead up to the weekend and a few days after, I think the just TikTok alone we had one point six million views. So, when you put that out to the, as many eyeballs looking at your brand, like that's a lot of people. Yeah, you know, like when, when it's only when you put it into that context you actually realise scale of it. Um, and obviously when you come to Donegal sure, that's just it's different level yeah and like Ken Bloke was over here in 2019 and like yeah, the videos he was putting up like it was in the millions like what the, you know the, the clicks they were getting and like it was like you know he was showing Donegal in such a positive way you know beaming this around the world it, it, like, it is it's it's a really it's a no brainer why there should be more of this done oh absolutely yeah yeah and I think as more time goes on more people is actually realising the power of it so you, we will probably see a lot more people coming on board. But I think anyone who's, who is, who's, I suppose, what's the word we're looking for? Who's taking it, the, the advantages with both hands, they're really switched in. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jason, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, all the best of the weekend and enjoy the rally and enjoy those classic stages. We will. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Good Cheers. Uh, like that, Jason, what can we say? Like that is so interesting. I do think that there's, there's a lot more to come from that side of Connor, like, you know, I don't know anything about TikTok. I don't know anything about all these things, you know. It's just a, it's a whole it's a whole new world out there. It is, it is. Um, you know, but again, you know, two, three years' time, you never know what the next fad will be as well. So it is it's constantly having to keep up with what's happening out there. Yeah. But like, you know, when he's putting up a video and there's getting over a million views on it, like it's there's such an untapped potential out there to you know, we're always going on that we need to attract young blood and new blood to the sport. Maybe there's something that can be done there. I don't know. Like, no point asking me because I don't go on about it. But, <laughs> there, you know, there's opportunities out there for something. Absolutely. And it is, you know, and it is. It's that younger audience. I suppose we're both showing our age now here, but it is that younger audience that, you know, we want to get into motorsport and, and you know, we have to embrace the technology that's being used out there by, by, by you know, the teenagers and, and the and, and and the guys, you know, in their 20s. And mm-hmm. um, we want to be out on the stage as marshals, as, you know, timekeepers and competing, whatever it is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But anyway, that's probably a, a, a chat for another day. <laughs> it's way, way, way above us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so rally coming up this weekend. Please, if you're out there spectating, please do as you're told by the marshals, officials, all that. You know, they're there for your safety. Uh, so everybody, just stay safe for everybody competing at the weekend. You know, have a good, safe, enjoyable rally. It's going to be epic for all the people that help pull the, the rally together, all the organisers, all that. Thank you so much. <laughs> What more can we say? But the most important thing is everybody enjoy the weekend, have fun, stay safe. And until next time, take care, speak soon and bye.